From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, welcome back to the second hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, garden author, and our wonderful Lizzie is here producing the show. Good morning, Lizzie. Good morning. We've been having fun during the commercials watching the coronation. Um, it might, I think I may have been a little disrespectful with my little side comments because I don't really understand what's going on, but it's all in fun and completely respect that they've, they've got a tradition there. They so. do. And we're just thinking that the horses don't like their, their, their mane and all no, the gear they, they wear. They don't, but they look gorgeous though. Don't they? they do look gorgeous. All that, that good horse, uh, byproducts. You can text us your gardening, uh, questions to two, three, six, eight, zero. For a perfect text message, please remember to give us your name and city, like Shelly. Shelly did a great job. And then, Diane, we're going to be getting to you in just a little bit. And we are going to, in honor of, uh, no, not, the dirty word of the day isn't related to World Naked Gardening Day, but to the royal coronation. So let's let's hear from John Denver. by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. All it takes is a rake and a hoe and a piece of fertile ground. Inch by inch, row by row, someone bless these seeds I sow. Someone warm them from below till the rain comes tumbling down. And now it's time for the dirty word of the day on Better Lawns and Gardens with Teresa Watkins. The dirty word of the day is allotment. An allotment is a plot of land that is divided up in sections which are rented to individuals or families for gardening purposes. This is what the gardens in the United Kingdom are called. And the emphasis is on food growing in allotments, but they can also grow flowers, herbs, pollinator plants, and they have exact rules about what you can plant and how much of your plant plot can be non-food items. And these rules vary from place to place. Some allotments also allow beekeeping, provided it's done by someone with the appropriate training and experience. Allotments are like American community gardens, but they're not quite the same. Many American community gardens are a group effort rather than a bunch of individual parcels. And in the U.S., Community gardens are usually owned by charities, schools, small community groups, rather than cities and towns. Allotments are often owned by the local government in the United Kingdom, towns, and parish councils. Some are owned and managed by the allotment holders through an association, and others are owned by the Church of England. It really is a government project. Allotment sizes vary by location, but they're generally large enough to provide food for a family. The most common plot size is 10 rods, which is equal to 1 16th of an acre, which is 302 square yards. So uh, you can go on to the Dirty Word of the Day, or you can see the Dirty Word of the Day on Better Lawns and Gardens, Lizzie, right? That is right. It's up there along with the picture and everything. It looks, yeah, I, I love the picture of the aerial view. And so this was from I Heart Britain, which today everybody in the world, I Heart's Britain. So uh, it's a uh, allotment is the Dirty Word of the Day. And so uh, war, the World Naked Gardening Day is a... Uh, just, it's been celebrated since 2005, and it is a day where they want to get out and commune with nature. This is uh, done by gardeners everywhere across the world. You can go on to uh, your Google, and you can see world gardeners gardening uh, naked. naked. And then you can also, <laughs> uh, it's also done by non-gardening enthusiasts. So some people just like to take their clothes off. Wow. <laughs> All righty then. And so it's, uh, it, it's uh, celebrated the first Saturday of every May. And like I said, it's been celebrated for 18 years. And um, that is a... Uh, 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 
just it's a it's just a wonderful fun day. Uh, I always like to see my colleagues and my uh, peers in the gardening writing industry, and some of them do post pictures of themselves in their garden, and it's always fun to see. Yes, uh, I don't want to see too much, but it's fun to see a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we have some uh, text messages here, real quick. Uh, so Shelley from Davenport, she has a Norfolk Island pine tree which was doing great. It's been turning brown and losing branches from the bottom up. So, Shelly, my first question to you is, how long has it been in the ground? How tall is it? Uh, Do you have landscapers? So my first suggestion is that if it was related to drought, the pine needles on the outside, it would be, you would see it all over the plant. But because it's at the bottom, and uh, and it's the whole branches at the bottom. I'm going to think it may be something akin to what Roy and Windermere, that there's been an herbicide spread at the bottom or that it's been over-fertilized at the bottom. And so I would need to know a little bit more. Um, do you have landscapers who spray an edge with herbicides? I do not recommend that. Even if they're not touching plants, the more they spray or they spray on a repeated basis, continuous basis, that it's going to get into the roots and it's going to maybe not kill it, but it's going to cause it to start to decline. So um, I would just need to know a little bit more questions, but I would check that out. Uh, see if it is getting enough water and that you're not using any herbicides around it. Coming up next is Heidi Mortison, who is the uh, brand manager and direct rose director for Star Roses and Plants. I'm excited to talk to her about bloomables and scentables. She's coming right up from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM, Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. It's time to start getting your flower and vegetable gardens off to a great start with Black Cow. Prepare new plant beds with a one and a half inch layer of Black Cow in the area and then mix it in with the soil six inches deep. Black Cow is organic. Pick up the bright yellow bag and get growing. Black Cow, the mature manure, Black Cow. Get readier. In Florida, strengthening your home against hurricanes just makes sense. Don't miss the chance to save money while strengthening your house with the My Safe Florida Home Program. Make your home more resilient against storms and save yourself future financial stress. Get started today. Apply for a free home wind mitigation inspection at MySafeFLHome.com. That's MySafeFLHome.com. My Safe FL Home. Stronger homes, safer Florida. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro zero-turn mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like MyRide suspension that takes the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable Ironforge cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro count on it. Visit Toro.com slash Zero Turn to find yours. Mosquitoes are a nuisance. They can transmit deadly diseases like Zika and West Nile virus. Protect yourself with Summit Mosquito Dunks. Placed in ponds, bird baths, or any standing water, Summit Mosquito Dunks are harmless to people, pets, and wildlife, but kill mosquito larvae before they're old enough to bite and last for 30 days or more. Find Summit Mosquito Dunks at garden centers, hardware stores, and online retailers. Visit SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Shoppers, this is your local sweet corn farmer letting you know that Florida sweet corn is in season. Grown right here by farmers just like me, these golden cobs of sunshine are already in the produce section, waiting to go home to your family's dinner table. 
For all your local grown in-season foods and ingredients, ask for Fresh from Florida or look for the sunny Fresh from Florida logo. Learn more at followfreshfromflorida.com and happy eating. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. Joining me right now is Helen Mortensen. She is the Rose Portfolio Manager and the Bloomables Brand Manager for Star Roses and Plants. They are beautiful roses. She oversees the introduction of roses from breeders around the world into the United States and Canada, and she loves to talk about them. Heidi is also in charge of Bloomables, which is a national brand with over 300 varieties of shrubs, roses, trees, and perennials. Good morning, Heidi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am doing wonderful. It's a great day today. It's just a wonderful weekend here. And I'm so glad you're here because spring is here. And for that, that for me, means roses are in season. Now, Star Roses is responsible for bringing some of the most popular roses and plants to the world. Tell us about Star Roses and the plant's history. Yeah, we have a really deep horticultural history. We just celebrated our 125th anniversary in 2022. So we've been introducing uh, plants since 1897. And um, some of the the major things that we've accomplished, um, we really do a lot of breakthrough breeding. So you're probably familiar with the Peace Rose, Mr. Lincoln, um, and of course, uh, Knockout and Drift as well. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Mr. Lincoln Peace Roses are classics, and they are just gorgeous. Now, I am, as a landscape designer, I love introducing roses to my clients who say, Teresa, I can't grow roses, and I would like them, but, um, you know, we can't have them. And I say, oh, but yes, you can. And I say, we have these wonderful knockouts and drift roses. So I love introducing, you know, people who don't think they can grow roses to your wonderful brands. So uh, what makes knockout roses and drift roses so popular? Yeah, you know, we we have some amazing breeder partnerships, and the knockout line of roses especially is they're bred right here in the U.S. Um, Mr. Will Radler, who um, has a really unique genetic tree that he uses to breed with, and um, it what it did is it really produced these super disease-resistant, continual-blooming uh, flowers that stay compact. And so it really, honestly, 25 years ago, it um, it saved the rose category because uh, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, disease resistance in roses at the time. And so knockout roses really, um, really saved roses and helped bring roses to anyone everywhere. Um, the drift roses are from um, – we have a wonderful breeder partnership with the House of Mayon in France. And we were looking for really compact, um, continual blooming, super disease resistant, um, great along the edge of the border uh, roses that could, that could work anywhere. And so that's how drift roses was born. Uh, so drift roses are really the finishing touch to every landscape. They're they're short, they're compact, they come in a whole rainbow of colors. So if you're looking for something <clears throat> to plant along the edge of your border that just blooms all year, drift roses is really the answer. It is, and you don't really need to deadhead them to get them to bloom again. They just bloom constantly throughout the year. And I have some in my front yard, and they're just beautiful, and I love the colors. Popcorn is my favorite color. 
and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's just gorgeous. And so it seemed, you know, Heidi, about 20 to 30 years ago, uh, maybe even going back a little bit more than that, but that we started getting these new roses out. And they were gorgeous, but they just didn't have any fragrance. And, you know, what is a rose without, you know, its scent, without its, what it, without its fragrance? And so what, um, it seems though with star and roses and plants, fragrance is back. So what are scentables? Yeah, scentables are our most deeply fragrant rose collection. So, um, you know, you're exactly right, Teresa. I always like to say the first thing people do are put their noses in the roses. <laughs> and uh, and if they're if they're disappointed by it, it's 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 kind of sad to me. So I'm I am on a fragrance uh, crusade to to make sure that the roses we introduce um, bring back that enjoyment, that interaction in the garden, that experience. And so, Scentables is our collection of fragrant. Um, and unique fragrant profiles as well. We've actually done the entire fragrance profile. Most roses fall into four categories of fragrance. Um, they're either very sweet. They are, um, which like a kind of a sweet or fruity flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or they're very uh, spicy. Yeah. So Blair is a good example of spicy. Um, and then you have the fresh kind of lemongrass, grass, sometimes soap kind of smells. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have that classic rose, um, which is kind of its own unique fragrance. So um, Scentables is, we have 16 varieties. Most of them are hybrid teas and with really high petal counts. So these are like romantic cabbage style roses. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. And it's, um, let me tell you, the the trend right now is it are these types of roses. People want to be able to to go out, experience roses, bring them inside, and, and experience them inside as well. Oh, I'm telling you, that, that's me all over the back there. So that you have, let's just talk about four of your new varieties that will be coming out in spring, and people should write their names down so that they can look for them and ask for them. So what is the Buttercream Drift? Yeah, Buttercream Drift is a wonderful color addition to the Drift family of roses. So it, it comes out this beautiful butter yellow and then it, it, um, it finishes a cream. And so you get this multi-tonal effect. Um, it's, and it's even more improved disease resistance. So buttercream drift is really an, a great addition to the family. And that's one thing you just said that I want to re- or let everybody know that these little roses, that they only get to be about two feet tall, about two feet wide, but they're disease resistant. So they really are, they're just very low maintenance, no care whatsoever. Exactly. You don't need to worry about spraying them or even pruning them. Drift roses can can continue to be successful in a very harsh environment, and many of them are extremely drought tolerant too. Yes, they are. And so, sunblaze, lemon, and peach—that's a lovely combination. That soft yellow and soft orange. Oh, it was wonderful. So, tell us about sunblaze. Yeah, sunblaze are miniature roses. So, sunblaze roses have been around for many years, but the genetics are improving to be really disease resistant. So lemon, um, when you normally when you think of miniature roses, you think of like tiny little, maybe like quarter size roses. Mm-hmm. And these, the new genetics are coming out. The flowers are getting bigger with more petals, and so that's where lemon and peach come in. Uh, peach is our first tri-colored miniature rose. It's like an ombre effect. So you get that Ooh. peach and coral and um, a little bit of pink in there. So it's actually my favorite sunblaze rose. It's a, it's a phenomenal color. Oh, I can just see it in my mind's eye. And so now top cream, what does that look like? Oh my gosh. Top cream rose is, is gaining so much um, attention because it is, it's part of our new scentables line of roses. It's a hybrid tea. It has a hundred petals and it's a creamy white with a light pink center, the cooler that it is. And it smells like pears. It's like you just cut a fresh pear open. Um, and it's, it's incredible and it's really disease resistant and it's continual blooming. That is wonderful. And, and my favorite, just think about this. We haven't had breakfast yet, Lizzie, have we? And so this next one is raspberry cupcake. (laughs) 
Yeah. Raspberry cupcake is, is a genetic from our breeder partner, Cordes, in Germany. And um, it has it has such a unique coloration. And the petals, and the reason why we called it cupcake is because it has a ruffled petal. So it looks like a cupcake wrapper. And it also smells like raspberries. <gasps> it's very, it's very, very fruity. Um, and it it's an unbelievable bloomer. And it, of course, really modern disease resistance. So even though top cream and raspberry cupcake may look like old fashioned grandma roses that maybe you thought you could grow, these have modern disease resistant genetics in them. And so these are these are scented fragrant roses for anybody. Oh, I am too, I'm too excited. I'm just telling you Heidi. I am wonderful. <laughs> so now star roses and plants, they're making growing fruits possible anywhere. You know, whether you're in an apartment and or in you know the outdoor in the suburban areas, what are some of your possible and unique ways to grow fruits? Yeah, so with our bushel and berry line of fruits, we have 13 different varieties. There's raspberry, blackberry, blueberry, and strawberries, and they're specifically bred for people to grow them in containers and for also so that they're self-pollinating. So usually blueberries, you have to have two in order for there to be any sort of fruit set. But with bushel and berry, they are self-pollinating, which means you can have one container on your patio, whether you live in an apartment or um, you just have a small patio or you have a large yard. You can plant them in the ground, too. But we have hanging basket blueberries, which are really cool, so they're cascading. So no matter the size of garden that you have, um, you can enjoy uh fresh berries in your bowl of cereal in the morning uh, right off right off your uh, kitchen door. I love the hanging basket of fruit. I just think that's amazing. It's so cool. And so I will tell you that um, Tony and I, we bought the berry and bushel blueberries this year and they performed so well, Heidi. I had hundreds of blueberries on them. I was so impressed. And then the cedar wax wings came. And overnight they disappear. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we have to. We, just humans love those berries. You know, so you got to make sure if you, um, you know, maybe put a little bit of bird netting on them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're getting ripe. That's right. So Heidi, tell everyone where they can find the uh, star roses and plants and all your incredible bloomables and scentables and the berry and bushel plants. Yeah, so you can find them at select local garden centers and also big box retailers. So if you go to our website and type in your zip code, there'll be a list of of stores near you that you can go shopping for them. That'll be great. And I will post that on our social media and and get that out to everyone. Thank you so much, Heidi, for coming on today. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you and your plants and all of your I mean, the fragrances. You're making roses what they should be. And uh, we're get, we're getting back to the classics. And I love that. Yes. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Have a great day and happy spring. Thank you so much, Heidi. I appreciate it. That's Heidi Mortison with Star Roses and Plants. And she is responsible for the roses, the bloomables, and the scentables. And you can look for those at your garden center. So I will be posting that on our Facebook page. I'm so glad she came on today. These roses are starting to look like the old cabbage roses from, you know, uh, England and Europe, Lizzie. They're just amazing. Uh, That raspberry cupcake, I'm going to get one. So let's take a break right now. It's a perfect time to get on board to call or text your gardening question. Dial one 455 lawns or text me at 23680 from the Summit Responsible Solution Studios. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. 
At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-218-5088-800-218-5088-800-218-5088. That's 800-218-5088. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. You know someone who loves to garden or has a question, new to Florida, they don't know what to do in their landscape or their yard, please let them know about Better Lawns and Gardens. Tell them to call in with their gardening questions so I can help them too. You can call me at one 455 2967 or you can text at 23680. And if you missed any of today's show, you can hear Better Lawns and Gardens on betterlawns.com iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, all the different podcast stations, and on audioboom.com. You can also find Better Lawns and Gardens on Facebook and Instagram. 
and you can join and just if you like our page, give us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Let's go to Gary in Geneva. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. I really enjoyed your uh, guests that uh, talked about the roses. That was really fascinating. And I've got a couple of questions on the roses. Okay. I bought a couple of drift roses at a big box store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to buy from our local people, but I always go in and check and see what's dying in the, <laughs> in the dying corner in the big box stores. And they had two drift roses. One looked like it was hopeless and one looked like it might make it. I brought them home, got them at half price, brought them home, and they have recovered beautifully. They do. They do and lovely, yes. So I didn't, I didn't want to transplant them into a, you know, a nicer container or anything uh, first because they were struggling enough. They didn't need any additional stress. Uh-huh. But now they're doing so well, I'd like to transplant them. And I just wonder if there's I'm, – I'm afraid, you know, when I go to transplant them, the, maybe the roots and the, the dirt will all fall apart. I don't know. if you got some suggestions how to do that? And sure. Then once you tell me that, I've got a couple of questions about the care real Okay, quick. wonderful. Yes, so transplanting them, if they're in the pots, are they in the three-gallon pots or one-gallon? Uh, the three-gallon. Okay, so they're in good three-gallon pots. They're already in good soil Anyway, so what you want to do is dig a hole. If you want to put them in the ground or transplant them to a container, uh, you can use potting soil in a container, but you don't need to amend the hole that you're planting because it's already in good soil. You can add a little bit of slow-release granules to the hole if you want when you plant it, and then just water real well, and it'll recover. And within two weeks, you're going to have new blooms on it. Should I uh, water it heavily before I try to take it out of the pot so that it doesn't crumble apart? Or Well, have you been watering it on a regular basis now? Yes. Okay, so I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. Okay. Uh, second question, uh, as far as fertilizing, uh, I've been uh, using the miracle Grow slow-release granules mm-hmm. uh, for roses. Okay, that sounds good. Um, that seems to be doing fine. I was just wondering, uh, I think that says every three months. I was wondering uh, if I could also um, use some of the miracle Grow liquid, the, you know, the, the uh, blue stuff that you dilute in water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no need to, okay, because it gives it everything we need. So here's the difference between liquid fertilizer and granules. So when you use liquid fertilizer, it gives the plant instant fertilizing, and it can be... When if used overused or if the plant isn't hydrated enough, it can burn a little bit. But then it's also leaches out very quickly. So the plants can only absorb kind of like vitamins with us. We take a one a day vitamin and we it's there when we need it, but it leaches out everything else that we don't use. So if the plant doesn't need nitrogen or phosphorus or potassium, it's just going to leach out and it's just going to be wasted. Whereas with the granules, it releases it slowly. And so it's there when you need it and you only have to fertilize every three months or every six months, depending on the analysis. Okay. Okay. Should I uh, transplant it into a pot that is larger than the three gallon or about the same size or... Um, so are you going to put it in the ground or keep it in a container? No, oh, I want to keep it in a nice container on my uh, patio. Okay, so I would put it in a, a pot that can be bigger, yes. They don't get too tall. So, uh, you know, a three-gallon pot, you can put it into something that's about five gallons or okay. seven gallons and keep it in there. Or if you're going to add more plants to it, you know, you can use larger pots. That's not a problem. Okay, and I think I know the answer to this, but I'll ask it away. How often should I water them? Okay, so when you water it, when the soil gets dry, so stick your finger in the pot, in the ground, or in the soil. If it's cool, moist, or damp, you don't need to water it. Roses are very drought tolerant. They only need a gallon of water a week. Okay. Okay, so if you get rainfall, if you get an inch of rain or you put down an inch of um, irrigation, that's all they need. You don't need to overwater roses at all. They're very drought tolerant. In fact, I don't water mine. So. Okay, thank you so much. That's You're welcome. Really helpful. And uh, mine are a beautiful, r- deep rose color. They're just beautiful little roses. Oh, well, I'm so them. glad you picked them up. I always look in the, you know, this, these plants are dying section, and you get some really <laughs> great orchids and roses that way. So good job, good job. That was uh, Jim from Geneva, uh, or Gary from Geneva. Let's go to Eileen in Polk City. Good morning, Eileen. I have to know. 
Are you watching the coronation? No. <laughs> I kind of figured that. <laughs> no, I'm not. Bob said that's the only thing on TV. So he went back to bed. <laughs> there you go. How can I help you? Okay. Lizzie and I decided that you need to be our private gardeners. <laughs> yes. I can, <laughs> well, I can do that. <laughs> and you need to be on call 24-7. I'm throwing that one in myself. Okay. Don't let that get out too much. But there's some people that think that already. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Okay. I love it. <laughs> okay. I needed a focal point mm-hmm. in my garden. So I put a concrete bird bath that was in the backyard, and I put it in um, the space in my front yard. I am going to plant flowers in there. Okay. And I think I'm going to do impatience. Okay. What do you think about that? Well, how deep is your bird bath? Deep. Okay. So about two inches. Okay, that's still probably not enough room for a lot of impatience, or you're going to have to probably be watering it a lot. How about just, you know, well, what do you suggest? Well, you know, sometimes, you know, for bird baths, the, 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 the root space is not a lot. Two inches isn't a lot, and it's probably, what, about two feet wide, a foot and a half wide? Two feet wide. It's two feet wide. Yes. So, you know, you can use small impatience if you want to get like the ones that are in the little uh, four inch pots and put them in there. And uh, then as it gets taller, you're going to want to trim them so that they stay small. Okay. So if you do that, that's going to be fine. I would just check on it as we get into the summertime. It should be fine with rainfall. It's just when we don't get rain, you're going to want to make sure that it gets watered real well. Well, it should. Okay. And I've done that before in that bird bath, but I've had it in the backyard. And I hurt my back really badly this week. Not oh, by no. carrying that bird bath. Got to run, Eileen. Thank you so much. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. This is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Planting a sustainable vegetable garden helps to protect the environment, and there's nothing like knowing where your vegetables came from. Black Cow is a natural fertilizer with 10 times more nutrients than garden soil. Everything grows better with Black Cow, you know. That's blackcowkow.com. Black Cow, the mature manure, Black Cow. Deep in the heart of Florida's wilderness lie unimaginable sights. Behold. (laughs) It's time to discover the wild side of Florida again. Florida Wild Quest is a free, fun, and family-friendly scavenger hunt. Grab your phone for this 10-day event all across the state. Explore the great outdoors and complete missions for your chance to win prizes. Florida Wild Quest takes place April 28th to May 7th. For more info, visit floridawildquest.com. That's floridawildquest.com. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of blueberries. 
Have you noticed that most ice creams now come in smaller cartons? Not Bluebell. We're still making a full half gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness. Bluebell wouldn't have it any other way. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. Come on. You watch the news, be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-786-9014. 800-786-9014. 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. If you're watching the coronation, you can still give me a call. You can have the TV set on and the phone in your hand. And you can call us and give us your gardening questions. one 455 2967 Or you can text at 23680. And um, I'm really pleased that, that uh, uh, Shelly from Davenport, she wrote back and she said her Norfolk Island pine is in a pot and she hasn't sprayed it. Then I would say, Shelly, that it's probably going to need to have more water. Okay, so if you're not watering, it depends on the pot. Um, but if it's a clay pot, it's going to wick the water out of the plant, uh, out of the soil. And so you may need to be watering a little bit more when we're getting all this heat and that uh, we're not getting rainfall. If it's outside, um, it should be outside. I don't know um, if you'd keep a Norfolk Island pine inside. So, yes, do that. And so then uh, Diane from Rockledge, she also lives in St. Louis, Missouri. Yes, gardenias can grow in Zone 6 where you are in St. Louis. So here's what I would suggest is that um, you buy your gardenia from St. Louis in that area. And they have gardenias that can take the cold weather there, that can take that Zone 6 temperature. So have your gardenias here in Florida, but you may have to buy a different variety in St. Louis, but you just need to buy them up there. Do not take a Florida gardenia up to St. Louis because it will not survive. Let's go to Mike in Melbourne. Good morning, Mike. How can I help you? I have a natal plum bush, uh -huh. and, uh, and it, it gets flowers, but it doesn't produce any fruit. It's been doing that for years. Okay, so you've and had it longer than five years? Yes. And no fruit? Well, I get a little bit of fruit, one or two, but I get more flowers than fruit. Okay. And how often do you fertilize it? I, I fertilize it every year. I, I try to put that blooming fertilizer, and it doesn't seem to do any good. Okay. And is it in full sun? Yes. It is in full sun. You know, um, what I suggest is that um, I would follow the label unless you're using a fertilizer that is good for an entire year. And they do have those products on the market. Usually it's for commercial growers and agriculture. But you need to fertilize more often. Okay, so you're going to need to be fertilizing like every three months or if you use a six-month fertilizer every six months. Make sure you're putting the right amount down. But then I would also... Do this, kind of um, dig down and dig the roots and kind of just move it around a little bit, give it a little bit of a, a stir and see if that doesn't shock it into uh, producing more fruit. Well, I do dig around it because I pull weeds and I uh -huh. hoe and stuff like that underneath it and stuff. 
but it has these thorns on it, so it's kind of rough. It is. It's really something that needs to be planted underneath your daughter's window, you know, and so that's, you know, kind of thing, Sleeping, sleeping Beauty. That's it's- what I did. <laughs> yes. But natal plums, so how many do you have? Do you have one or two or three or four of them? Two of them. They're side by side. But- and so one, does one just get uh, the, the uh, uh, berries on it, or do, do both of them get no, berries? No. Just not a lot. Well, one used to get um, more than the other, but the other one was uh, more was yellow. So I've been uh, putting different types of fertilizer and the slow release and all of this other stuff. So it's back to being dark green again, but uh, they still get flowers. Uh-huh. And and I see these little, when well, I'm around, these little, I guess, I don't know if they're white flies or not. They're always flying around there. They don't eat nothing. They just like to live in there. Yeah. Um, okay. So are they uh, are they up against the house? No, it's right in the middle of the yard. Right in the yard. So there's good air circulation. Yeah. So um, you might want to try and um, just uh, if you see the white flies, you know, you can use a horticultural soap on it and see if that will, you know, get it away. That just tells me it's not blooming. It's not. Um, it's getting insects, or you're seeing insects on it. So it's telling me that it's not as healthy as it could be. So I would just make sure that you're fertilizing on a consistent basis and then follow the label. You, more is not better, but you want to do it on a regular basis and just try that and see. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I don't necessarily think you need to have more than two to have the, the fruit. I, I've never seen where you needed to have a, you know, a pollinator a natal plum with it. So I don't think that's the issue. Well, I just put them side by side for like a little hedge or something. Right. No, I appreciate that. What I'm saying is I don't think you need to have more than that. I don't think it needs to have a uh, more than one to produce fruit. So I just think it's a a fertilizer nutritional issue and uh, just kind of see, um, you know, I would try it again, keep doing it. And if it doesn't, you might just want to replace it and get a new one and, uh, you know, kick the other one to the curb. I was ready to get a new one, but last fall I cut it down real Real low, so it came back up. But uh, okay, well, if you cut it back really harshly last year, it may take a couple of years to produce fruit. So um, just just check back with me. Let me know when it when you get fruit on it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And so uh, let's see. One triple eight four five five two nine six seven. Uh, you can text me at 23680. You can be either celebrating the Royal Coronation today or you can be celebrating World Naked Gardening Day. Uh, send pics. Uh, or <laughs> don't, do the, send don't, pics. Don't, don't send don't pics. Don't send pics. What is wrong with you? <laughs> do not do send, not send pics. pics. All right. So I have Carolyn Madison, Florida. She says, my romaine lettuce went to seed and I'd like to harvest the seed. I started the plants from grocery store stocks. Good for you. Do you think the seeds will grow or they might be hybrids? If I do harvest them, do I have to wait until they are completely dried or just to the fluff stage? Thank you very much. Well, see, you sent a great picture of your seeds in the fluff stage. And so, Carol, it depends on the variety of romaine lettuce that you bought. So if they're open pollinated or heirloom varieties, the seeds will be true to the variety and taste good. If they're hybrids, they may not grow true to the seed and not taste the same. So you can do a couple of things. One, I would call your grocery vegetable manager and ask him what variety of romaine lettuce it is. And he may not know, and more than likely, he's probably not going to know. He's a vegetable guy. He's not a grower. And so, but, you know, if you can ask him what farms they came from, then you can call the actual grower and find out what variety of romaine lettuce it is. And so most grocery store managers are really good about providing that information. But if you don't know or can't find out, I would try to grow them anyway. Save the seeds in a dry envelope in a place where they can dry out completely. And then this fall, crush the pods and the tiny seeds are going to come out. And then you plant them and see what happens. I'm going to be rooting for you, Carol. Yes, I have. (laughs) Now I have uh, three um, avocado seeds. I don't know. They're so big. I don't call them seeds. Right. But um, pits. 
Yes, I've let them dry out. Is that what I'm supposed to do or not let them dry not, out? No, they don't need to be dried out. Okay. So. I really just need to quit my job as your producer because <laughs> I sent you pictures of my cucumbers, which look like pumpkins. I know. They do. They look like pumpkins. So I'd like to know what variety of, they're not the, what, the, I mean, the Wisconsin they, pickling. Right. So okay. the Wisconsin pickling, they get to be a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. but so that you can cut them up. They're not the little small ones that you see. So they, they, they like look fine. Like gherkins or whatever. Right. Yeah. They just... I need to ask you, Lizzie, and I need you to be honest with me. Mm. How often do you water them? Every day. Every day. Every day. Do you not listen to me? (laughs) (laughs) Stick your finger in the ground. If it's cool, moist, or damp, you don't need to water it. But I think that may be the issue of why they're turning yellow and and they're really... Yellow, they're orange. They're orange. I was trying to be nice. And so, uh, you know, and they're kind of bloated a little bit, you know. So go ahead and just reduce the amount of watering. You still should be able to get some more. I've never seen a cucumber that's round with an Audi belly button. It is crazy. I think, Teresa, you're going to post a picture. I am. I've got... You sent me the pictures. I'm going to post them on Facebook. We'll see the cucumber with the Audi, not the any. Right. And, and so I want to I want to thank our listeners, you guys. Rock as always. Thanks for the texts and calls. Also go to our website, WFLAOrlando.com, because we're giving away really cool tickets to like things like Lionel Richie and Earth, Wind, and Fire on WFLAOrlando.com. All right. So we got a text message from uh in Orlando here. Good morning. Thank you for texting. We have Sedge and Arzoja. They used image and it didn't seem to be too effective against it because it's a little hot. And uh, we're not getting the rainfall. The zoysia grass is, you know, kind of in stress and it's not going to be effective. You may have to use it more than once, but be very careful with it. You'll probably kill your zoysia more so than the sedge. So I would like to thank our guests, Teresa Woodard, co-author of American Roots. It's the perfect day for, uh, it's a perfect book for Mother's Day for, for your mom. It's wonderful to read gives you a plant list it's a great item i have thoroughly enjoyed mine and it's given me a lot of ideas as a landscape designer seeing what other landscape designers are doing big thank you to heidi mortison bloomables and scentables and berry and bushel fruits from star roses and plants and so many more favorite flowers lizzie thank you so much Remember, if you're celebrating World Naked Gardening Day today, the roses do not need prune. Just a word to the wise. From the Summit Responsible Solution Studios, maker of organic mosquito bits and dunks and organic year-round oil spray, I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Before we left the hospital, my daughter received her newborn hearing screening. It only took a couple of minutes and it was a painless test. When our son was born, the doctors tested his heart and found out his blood oxygen levels were low. As a dad, nothing is more important than your child's health. It was that initial screening that led to her early identification of hearing loss. And as a result, we found out about our baby's rare condition, which allowed us to review treatment options quickly. Go to FloridaNewbornScreening.com to learn more. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. 